What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No. The players are going to vote to play because guess what players do, Darren? They play. And they want to play. But in the end, the owners are going to kibosh it because it's going to cost them too much money. So it's going to be on the owners. That's my prediction. We're going to get this baton really far in the relay race, and then it's going to be dropped near the finish line. That's my prediction on this. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Welcome, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world to the RP Show. Very special day. Uh, it is episode number 408 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. It's a special day because our good friend Jared Dumba is joining us here in the bunker. How are you doing, Jared? Excellent as usual, Ryan. Good. Just saying hi to a brand new legion of viewers here as we go to Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states on your cable television. Uh, Big guest list here, Chris Jones of the Cleveland Browns will be joining us live in segment two from the Reese's Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. And why is Chris Jones coming on out of the blue? Well, let's get to the quick six show topics, please, Jordan, and we'll explain that. I, I got to get into this business real fast because we got a lot to cover here. So Monday was the kind of day that makes you feel alive. Why we got into this media business in the first place. Scott Milanovic resigns as head coach of the Edmonton football team. And within minutes, Chris Jones is tweeting that he wants to come back to Edmonton and win another Grey Cup. While he is still, from what we're told, under contract with the Cleveland Browns. But not for much longer. His contract's going to be up. Well, there are other people that want to be hired in Edmonton. Other people that want to be the head coach of that vaunted football franchise. By name, we're told, Mark Tressman, Jamie Elizondo, their current defensive coordinator, Noel Thorpe. So we made a poll out of it for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who should be the next head coach of the Edmonton football team? On Twitter, leading the way is Jamie Elizondo with 35% of the vote. What are they saying on Facebook, Jared? It's closer to you than me. What's the leader? Uh, Mark Trestman. Mark Trestman. The Grey Cup winning head coach of the Argonauts, Alouettes, and formerly of the Chicago Bears and several NFL teams. So nobody's real clear on where this is going to go. And we're going to talk to Chris Jones as to why he wants to throw his hat into the ring. So that's what people are talking about there. One thing about Jamie Elizondo, he does have a long history with the current general manager of the Edmonton team, Brock Sunderland. Do they get along? I don't know. They worked together in Ottawa for a long time. You don't always get along with all your coworkers, but we've been told that they have got a close relationship. And what we're told is Jamie Elizondo is the leader in the clubhouse. But we'll see why Chris Jones thinks he might be the best candidate. And we also want to find out if this is for real, his Twitter account. Is it for real or not? Because there's some consternation that it might not be him. You never know no, with uh, you social never know media. The, you never know these days. Uh, moving on to point two, the Argonauts signing wide receiver Martavius Bryant, a, uh, a stud in the NFL, but it has been suspended indefinitely, former Steeler, um, Oakland Raider, and two things came to mind for me. If at 29, he's getting a second chance, which I'm all for second chances, and he's been booted up because of substance abuse, why can't Deron Carter get a second chance? 
in the NFL, let alone the CFL, and I hope that he does. And two, I thought the CFL, you couldn't sign a player that's suspended in any other league, particularly the NFL. But I think right now it's look the other way time with a lot of CFL rules. Point three, last night the Vancouver Canucks clobbered the Ottawa Senators 7-1 at Rogers Place. Again, I'm going to my social media feed here because Brandon Sutter had his first career shut, uh, shutout uh, hat-trick last night for the Vancouver Canucks. He joined his father and four uncles who've scored hat-tricks in the National Hockey League. Which Sutter do you think, the answer is seven, uh, Jared, which Sutter do you think scored the most hat-tricks in, in the family history? It's seven. Brent? It's Uncle Brian of all Brian? things. Not the noted offensive juggernaut. Brian Sutter with the Blues, seven. Brent had six. Oh, so close. Because I saw, I'm watching Sports Center, and they said this. Brandon Sutter joining his dad and four uncles scoring hat-tricks in the regular season. I'm like, well, who are they? Rich had one. Dwayne had one in the playoffs. That tells me Ron never had a hat-trick. Just pointing that out. So, And the Ottawa Senators are who we thought they were. They've lost five in a row after last night. So there are 13 games tonight in the National Hockey League. Don't you hate when your face locks you out of your phone? You have an iPhone, don't you? I do. I don't have the face up. Oh, I got to get rid of it. Yeah. 13 games tonight, and I don't know. Like I said to my wife, we need to get our Costco run and supper done early because I'm parking myself in front of my NHL centerized package to watch any one of this buffet of games. Have you looked at the schedule tonight? Is there one that's got you excited? uh, Edmonton, Winnipeg. Yeah, it's a big one. And uh, Calgary, Toronto. There you go. Uh, Also, L.A. and Minnesota is what Minnesota's been been, uh, looking good. They got Kirill Kaprizov there now. And they're in, I would think, a tough division, a new division for them. Yeah. And they've been playing very well. They've been playing well. Surprised at their goalies. Uh, For me, it's the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team. Home to the St. Louis Blues. Alex Petrangelo faces his former team for the first time tonight. Brandon Wheat Kings. Yeah, so I'll be watching. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's the Brandon, Brandon that's South. Big team. Brandon yeah. South, the Vegas Golden Knights. So there's a lot of there's a lot of games tonight that we are excited about. Um, I guess I'm going to stop there for a second and drop anchor because he is our hockey analyst, nine year pro. What do we say? The Tulsa Oilers, Austin Ice Bats, Indianapolis Ice, Oklahoma City Blazers. And Flint, Michigan. You couldn't keep a job. No. Teams get kept getting sold. <laughs> That's what it is. Bought up by uh, rich daddies. But we're just, yeah, right. Isn't that always the greatest? Um, but anyways, it's just, we covered a lot of the football talk already. That's why we have Jared in here to talk a little hockey. Um, so a few things. One, last hour I said a hockey, a WHL coach told me that a former WHL coach told me that if he was the orders, he's trading Leon Dreisaitl for Marc-Andre Fleury like yesterday. And you're saying no. And Dreisaitl maybe, but not for Fleury. And we were told by the Golden Knights last week he's not for sale. So that's one topic we've covered with Jared. But here's another. The Leafs. Let's just say it again for all our Eastern Canadian viewers. 
people are starting to get excited about the Leafs. Well, they're starting to play defense now. Yeah. Uh, the only question I think that people really have left, you know, Marner and Matthews are firing. Obviously, you know what you're going to get out of those guys. But the goaltending, is Freddie Anderson the right guy? I think if I'm the Leafs, uh, if I'm management there, that's kind of the area that I would be, uh, you know, keeping a lookout for. I would, You know who I'd be going after trying to give up some youth? John Gibson out of Anaheim. I don't know if you can get a guy like that, but there's a guy who's kind of on a you know rebuilding middling right. team right now. I mean, you might and he's proven, to, and he's he's proven. He might be the best goalie in the league on it when he gets on a good team. Jets Oilers tonight. The Jets went on a bit of a run without Patrick Line, and then they lost in Edmonton the other night. What do you expect out of the game, and what are your leftover thoughts on the Line A? PLD trade because they're still talking about it in Winnipeg. I think we're going to see some goals scored tonight. I think you're going to see probably a 5-3 game. I think Winnipeg probably with an empty net or something like that. I think they're going to be fired up with uh, Pierre-Luc's playing tonight, right? Uh, no, he's got a is he quarantine. Still, is he still? Oh, he's got a quarantine. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, Four, fourteen days, baby. Yeah, you know what? Without him in the lineup, yeah, it's going to be a tight game. There's going to be some goals scored. Uh, you know, uh, even though uh, you got a good goaltender there in uh, Hellebuck, but I think there will be some goals scored tonight. But uh, I think that trade. The the topic is who won the trade? Who won the trade? Yeah. I think you know you finally get a good goal scorer in Columbus, but people are going to going to see how good Pierre Luc Dubois is. Six four, what is he? Two hundred and fifteen, twenty pounds, can skate. He's probably got eighty to ninety point upside if he gets with the right wingers. That's going to be a hard team to play against in Winnipeg. You got to go out there against Shifley. Then you got to go out there against Pierre Luc Dubois, who's also good defensively. Winnipeg, if they can get a cup, if they can sneak in a, a good defenseman or two here, uh, you know, uh, before the trade deadline, they're going to be real dangerous in the playoffs now. I got to ask, you are a staunch LA Kings fan. Yep. But you're gravitating towards the Leafs. Um, I'm just calling up the Scotia North Division standings here. Is it too late for you to write your predictions down? I want to, I've screenshotted all of the TSN analyst predictions for this, for the, for the uh, Canadian division, okay? And I want to just bring them out at the end and see if how close they are. Okay. I had Calgary number one. And as we sit here today, they're sixth. Okay. Just saying. No, they haven't played much. They didn't play all the last weeks. They've only played four games. By far the fewest games in the division. But Montreal's number one at 4-0-2. And, and a lot of guys had Montreal at number one. I didn't. I had Vancouver. Well, Toronto and Montreal are both tied with 10 points. Probably too early to make generalizations, if I may. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver's fifth out of the seven. And yeah. while we have a minute, and by the way, Chris Jones is coming up in the next segment, so as soon as he's on, we'll take a break and bring him on. As soon as he's uh, logged in. But these TV blackouts things, I have yet to f- try to find a game and not be able to find it. Since I bought NHL Centerize, I'm telling you, I'm new on this whole thing. I was just happy sitting here in the Oilers, Flames, and Jets region. I was just happy because we had a game on every night. Yeah. Right? I didn't really care. I was getting the Golden Knights and Coyotes enough. But you're a cord cutter. Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. I so how had, are you watching your game? I've had center ice package for 10 years probably since I haven't had cable. Uh, I like that. The odd time they don't have an, an Oilers game or, you know, one of the low, close games, but you get all the other games. And you can always find, you know, if you really want to watch the Oilers play, you can go somewhere. You can go to the Four Seasons and, you know, go sit down there and have some wings or ribs and, and watch there, you know. So I've never really found that. I see a lot of people complaining about that. What people have to realize is that, 
some games are going to be blocked out if Sportsnet has paid millions of dollars for the rights. Other people aren't going to be able to to play that. Then that's just to try and make you order, you know, certain uh, cable companies so that you have that yeah. game played at home. That's why they do that. So if it's blacked out, you know, you got to go somewhere else and watch it. That's just that's to do with money. That's not to do. It's with, all about business. You know, I see people say, "Come on, put that game on." Well, they can't legally because somebody else has purchased it. But what if because you're not allowed in the arenas? Just wave the blackouts, NHL, please. I You're seeing it that. every day. You're seeing it every yeah. day on social media from fans in this country, and I kind of am going along with that. Yeah, I mean, when nobody's in the building, that's the idea is they say they black it out because you should be able to, you should go to the building to watch the game if you're in the area. You know, in Regina, we're eight hours away from Calgary, six and a half from Winnipeg. I mean, we're yep. supposed to go. Like, why are we blacked out ever? You know, so I can see that, but it is. To, just to do with money. Janelle in Saskatoon's watching, and she says, uh, being a Leafs slash Kings fan, we have have to have center ice every season. So there you go. This isn't new to a lot of people, but I'm saying it's new to me this year. This is the first year I've bought NHL center ice. And as we mentioned with Kelly Rudy last week, I mean, you've worked in hockey, you've played hockey. When you work in hockey, I relate it to the golf pro that never gets to golf. Because he's running the pro shop. He doesn't have time. When you are working in hockey, you're always playing or you're traveling. You know what I mean? So I never, I was the least amount of hockey I ever watched was 17 years in the Western League. Yeah, yeah, because you're always busy. You're always on the road or you're you're focusing on on what's going on with your next game. Right. That's the thing. When I played hockey, I had no idea what was going on in the NHL or people say, oh, did you see this guy's doing that? I have no, no idea. We're focused on our season. <laughs> I now know. I can tell you what uh, the fourth liner for the Kings had for uh, dessert yesterday. You know, we got more time. You got, you got, you got, got more, more time. time. Yeah. That's why, to me, SportsCenter is an absolute godsend because they do a good job of covering the top stories. They just don't get to the Golden Knights highlights fast enough. Uh, point. You know what I mean? I shouldn't yeah. have to wait 45 minutes to watch Canada's team. Highlights? Exactly. Anyways, point five, Super Bowl 55 matchup. We'll be discussing that a little later on in the program when Dupes rejoins us. Plus, maybe we'll brush on that with uh, Chris Jones of the Cleveland Browns coming up next segment. Uh, Point six, Clark had some photos here. Last night we had a staff party, which coincidentally happened to be Darren DuPont's birthday last night at Landmark Cinema. So we got some photos here. Just want to say, you can do the same. You can rent out the entire theater for one low price. We did that at Landmark Cinema. I just love walking into that place. It's so beautiful. It's even a year old. Uh, There we are, Jared, socially distanced at our staff party last night. Did not look like a great party? Wow. That's it's just popping off. They played a 15-second commercial uh, in the previews. That's, I didn't know that was coming. That was a nice little surprise from Landmark Cinema. And that was the movie with Matthew McConaughey, which Interstellar, apparently six years old. But you know what? It was new to me. So I heard it was great. It was amazing. Was it? It was okay. three hours long, which I enjoyed every minute of. So thank you, Landmark Cinemas. Thank you, Dupes, for throwing uh, the staff party last night. Those are uh, the quick six show topics, but there are a couple more. Today is a date that's um, good news, bad news, unfortunately. It's Wayne Gretzky's 60th birthday, the greatest of all time, the GOAT. So that's good. And, Jared, I'll, I'll lob this hand grenade in your lap. I'm talking about Brandon Sutter's hat tricks in the Sutter family. Take a wild stab how many hat tricks Wayne Gretzky had in his career in the National Hockey League. 52. 
Damn, you're you're close. What is it? Sixty. Sixty. Uh, <laughs> matches I, his I, birthday I, today. I had looked it up at one point. I couldn't think quite about remember. that for a second. Like, what's Connor McDavid? I don't think he's got more than ten hat tricks. And by the way, that's great, but it's nowhere near ninety-nine. Sixty hey, hat tricks. Like sixty hat tricks. That's almost a full season of hat tricks. Every game, Every, have it a hat. Can you imagine? That's unbelievable. And that's, that's regular season only. That doesn't even include playoffs. Yeah, that's never going to be touched, I don't think. You, the, <sighs> any of his goal records are going to be pretty tough to, t- to touch. I think Ovechkin was uh, on pace. You now we had a year and a half or a year without hockey. That's yeah. going to hurt him. He'll get close, though. But, uh, man, these, yeah, some of those records are untouchable. As famed CFL coach Gary Echeverry is fond of saying, never is a long time. But I would tend to agree with you. I can't see anybody, especially with the way offense is in the NHL. Now, the bad part of this date, unfortunately, January 26th will forever be known as uh, the date that Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna were killed in the helicopter crash, plus the members of the other family. It was one of those where were you moments. And for me, I was watching the Pro Bowl and you could just see the announcement came across the screen. They announced it in the crowd at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, and they might as well have just canceled the game because the air just went out of both benches, all the fans, right in the middle of the game they announced it. You're not going to keep that a secret till the end of the game. Like back in the day, yeah, you could have. Not, not anymore. No. So uh, observing that day. Our rock star of the day yesterday was Will Blackman. NFL, CFL, and NFL Network alum, the rock star of the day, Will Blackman. And uh, today you'll be voting on Darren Burns, Jared Demba, or Chris Jones. And speaking of Coach Jones, we're hoping to have him next from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Any closing thoughts, Jared, before we let you go? Any insider buzz on if the dub's going to play or what? <sighs> Nothing. I'm trying to get some stuff. I'm trying I'm going to all my contacts, but uh, nobody's got anything on, uh, you know, they're hopefully trying to get something done. That's all you can really get. So, I mean, it would be great. Uh, I feel like we're getting robbed of not being able to see the 15-year-old Connor Bedard. The, first the holy time, child. The first time it's ever happened in the history of the league happens to coincide with the first time something else has happened so yeah <laughs> the holy child yeah but uh, let's just uh let's hope let's just hope let's uh let's just hope and pray we can at least uh get uh, a couple of months of some kind of hockey that we can uh, pay here. attention to here yeah. we'll see jared good seeing you thanks for coming in thanks for having me brother Chris Jones coming up. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. You're home for the NFL. You're watching the RP Show across all 10 provinces and 31 states on Game Plus TV Network. Also live daily on YouTube. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's uh, Canada's daytime sports talk show. Thanks for joining us for coffee out here in the bunker in Western Canada. Dupes has slid into the bunker, and we're pleased to be joined by Chris Jones, uh, Cleveland Browns senior defensive assistant, joining us from the Reese's Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Coach Jones, thanks for taking the time, man. How are you? Hey, man, what's going on? How are y'all? Hey, Happy New Year. We're great up here, and I'm kind of wishing I was right beside you when it's minus 38 uh, today here on the prairies. 
What is going on well, at the recent? It was raining yesterday. It, oh, I it, was, it was raining yesterday. It's pretty today down here, though. Well, I see it was snowing in Vegas, too. Like They got like an inch of snow in Vegas, so I don't know what's going on. But, Coach, what is going on at the Reese's? Did it freeze? Hang on. Oh, there we go. What is going on at the Reese's Senior Bowl on a Tuesday? Whatever reason, I can't hear y'all. Oh, boy, and we lost the sound. You got us now? You got us now, Coach? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I saw this happen to Sarah Orleski and Ray Ferraro the other night. It's not just us. <sighs> Although it does feel like it sometimes you're just on an island, right? Like you just feel like we're on the island. But this happened the last time we had to go to the phone. I really hope we don't because he looks always looks so good, right? I'm going to ask him about those spectacles. Well, I know, right? They look sharp. Well, the good thing about Clark the Hound Dog is that he's very quick with the guests and telling them what they need to do. And I'm assuming that they're doing that right now. And at the very least, he will, like you say, he'll just pull it down, give him a phone call. Yeah, he's good. He's good. what Clark does is he tells them to hit refresh, and they'll do it. So he's very good at that. But you wanted to talk to Jones about the national football. He's a defensive coach, right? That's his specialty is first finding players. His ability to scout talent is unbelievable. And then he's a defensive mastermind. So I'd love to know kind of what he's thinking heading into the Super Bowl. You know, that defensive line was tenacious for Tampa Bay. Right. Jason Pierre Paul is, you know, coming off the ball like a madman and getting to Aaron Rodgers. So I'm interested in that. Their secondary's actually been playing better. But Kansas City, you know, sometimes their defense can sit back a little bit and let you move the ball up and down the field. Um, they look better against Buffalo. I'm interested to see what he likes. Mahomes against that Tampa defense, or if Brady can find some success against Kansas City. All right, they're telling us we got Coach Jones, so we're going to jump right into it. Coach, thanks for being patient. I'm just asking, what's going on on a Tuesday at the Reese's Senior Bowl? What's is what's the action? Man, there's there's not much going on down here, man. There's there's hardly anybody here. It's uh, I was shocked. I I picked up uh, Stephen Sorrells uh, yesterday because he lives down in Greenville, Alabama. We drove down together, and there's literally hardly anybody here at this thing. So. Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, they're they're having practice and all. That's about it. Well, I'm guessing when when does it pick up? I mean, you guys are there on a scouting mission. I mean, are you going to have to do it all virtually? Or are you going to get to see the guys face to face, which I know you love? How's COVID changed what it normally would be like? Yeah, it's 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 way different than what it's ever been. I mean, you only have so many people that can have contact with the players, so it's way different than uh, than what it's been in the past. Okay, well, obviously you got a few days to get warmed up for that. Darren's got some Super Bowl questions for you, but I want to ask you about uh, the Edmonton job and your tweet yesterday when it came open. Uh, your thoughts on a return to the CFL. I, what's the deal, man? You know what? I, I'm on coach somewhere. I don't know where, but I'm, I'm on coach somewhere this year. What, you know, uh, I'm a football coach, and, uh, and first and foremost, and, and always have been, and and so, and I really don't care where it's at, I'm on, but I'm on coach football this year. What's the status with Cleveland? Your contract's expiring then? I mean, do you know what your status well, I, is? I, yeah, I'm not allowed to, to speak on the terms of it or anything, so it's kind of a, that I'm not supposed to, <laughs> I know what it is, but I'm not supposed to talk about it. So that's uh, kind of a, a no-go area, that's what they told me. <laughs> 
No fly zone. Hey, I totally get it. By the way, I got to ask you another thing. I mentioned your tweet. Can we settle once and for all? Because I heard it was your Twitter account. And then our friend Claire Hanna at CTV TSN said it wasn't your Twitter handle. What that at Chris Jones HC? Well, is that you? Yeah, that that is my mine and, and one of the guys that I've got a guy that kind of handles it for me. And uh, and he's the one that put that on there yesterday. Okay, so there you go. So <clears throat> I know this. 145,000 people have seen that tweet. Um, so did you did you think that it would be that popular once you sent it out? Well, I I really don't know about all that stuff. You know, I'm not I'm kind of uh, you know out of the loop when it comes to those types of things. You know, but uh, you know it, it's good that you know some of the folks there felt like we did some good things. So that's that's a good thing. Well, there's no doubt. I I just wonder if you saw the reaction from Edmonton. Like a lot of people upset at you leaving they felt hurt you get it and yet there's a lot of people going yeah we can get over that let's get we won with this guy have you enjoyed the reaction at least are you aware of what people are saying in edmonton about a potential you know what i mean i I really can't do anything about people's opinion i mean but every move that i've ever made has been for some type of promotion and i was able to essentially be the you know the general manager and the head coach when i came to uh Saskatchewan. So, I mean, you know, 99% of the people in the world would do the same thing, opportunity to run the, run the organization and that type of thing. And, uh, and be able to, you know, give your coaches, you know, raises and stuff that, that we were able to do. So, you know, I felt good about the move and, and, uh, you know, I, I don't ever kind of look back, you know, and say that I did something. You can't, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, And, uh, so, we enjoyed our time in Saskatchewan. We, you know, we rebuilt the program there. They certainly they they did some really good things uh, the last season. They were able to play with, with Dickey and them, and so it's uh, you know I felt good about being able to rebuild it. You know, Coach. Actually, I'm glad to hear you say that and maybe get that off your chest. You did leave for a promotion. I think people forget that, and I'm glad that you were able to straighten that out because nobody really thinks about that. And and the same thing happened when you went to Cleveland from here. But can I ask you this? In your three years with the Riders, would you have done anything different personnel-wise or game strategy-wise? Would you have changed anything? Have you thought about it? Uh, I mean, every you know every move that we made was you know very calculated, very you know thought of, and we, we you know talked about. It wasn't just you know one person making the uh, making all the calls and that type of thing. I mean, I would, I would talk to the staff. We I would run things by other you know, uh, administrators in the league and uh, and make sure that, hey, it's the first time I was doing it. And so I would try to make, you know, cross-reference with a lot of people. And uh, and if it made sense, because every decision we made was in order to try to win win the Grey Cup. And like I say, when I got there, uh, we were upside down. There was a lot of – there was a few people at the top of the chain making a whole lot of money. And, uh, and unfortunately, that wasn't the uh, – the reality of putting together an entire team. And um, so that was what we decided to do. So I'm right. sure I'll ruffle some feathers with, with that comment, but that's, uh, you know, that's what it is. I don't actually think that you will, but as you know, Chris, and I hope your arms aren't getting tired. I know you're a pretty pumped up guy. You can handle it there, but I, you know that I've had yeah, your back. Got walk. <laughs> okay. You know that I've had your back from the jump and I, people have said Jones couldn't find a quarterback in his time in Saskatchewan. I said he did. Zach Caleros who went on to win a great cup, but was somebody else. 
You know, like that's yeah, that, it was, you know, bad it was un- timing. It was unfortunate. I mean, you know, I mean, KG was balling until he got hurt uh, the second year, hurt his thumb. Then we turn around and, and, you know, Zach and he gets hurt. And so, I mean, the whole time we were there, we were trying to, you know, replace, replace a quarterback. And unfortunately we weren't, weren't able to, uh, to do it. I mean, that magic that, that Caleros has, uh, that we, that we knew he had when we were in Toronto, uh, you know, we saw it in, in Hamilton, that magic that he, um, is able to bring, you saw it last year, you know? So, I mean, it's, uh, He's a great quarterback, and unfortunately, it just wasn't for the for the green team. Uh, speaking one last thing on the green team, and then Darren has some Super Bowl Fifty Five questions for you. You watching Cody Fajardo from afar? What do you think of this guy? I tell you what, he uh, you know uh, you can you, you have your opinions on guys, and you know you think well. You, you kind of what's he do good? What's he do? What's he not do well? And and like I say, when he got his opportunity, he uh, he proved me wrong in a, in a few things last year. And he's got tremendous leadership. Uh, Mac Mac loved working with him. Um, you know, so and if you can get along with Mac, you can get along with anybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, gotcha. Well, hey, so Darren's got a question for you regarding Buccaneers, yeah, Chiefs, and Super Bowl 55. Well, yeah, I've been thinking about this all week, but you said off the top, you're a coach first. You want to coach. So that's kind of why I'm curious, especially on defense. You know, what do you like better? That Tampa Bay defense and that front four against Mahomes and Kansas City, or do you like the Kansas City defense against Tom? Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, exactly what uh, what Bruce has ready as far as a uh, blitz package because you know Kansas City is going to pin their ears back and come after you. So, uh, you know, they're very much like uh, Baltimore. They're going to they're going to come after you and, and see if your quarterback, you know, make him get the ball out quicker than what he wants to. And so, but now with that being said, you got the guy that does that probably as good as anybody that's ever done it. So, I mean. It's going to be such a good game, and uh, and like I say, with with Mahomes, he you know he's able to maneuver around in the pocket. He can run if he needs to. He can throw and make uh, you know he can throw from every angle. And so, uh, man, he's an extremely impressive young quarterback. Coach, it sounds like your phone's going off like crazy, and I've been around you. I know it does. So uh, I think we'll let you go and get let you get back to these people. But unless there's anything else you want to say to your fans here in Canada, hey man, appreciate you you know having me on, and uh, like I say, I miss it up there. Well, we miss you. I'd like to see you in the CFL, but most importantly, I'd, I want what's best for you. So good luck. We're following it closely, and uh, enjoy the Senior Bowl. Thank you a lot. Appreciate it. Coach Chris Jones from Mobile, Alabama, and answering all of our questions. I like this one. Viewer Randolph Zora writes in and says, The Jones va- fans are very quiet with questions today. <laughs> they just want to listen, right? Uh, no, he just saying, I know. The Jones haters don't have much to say when you got him in front of you. But uh, I like the guy. He's real, yeah. doesn't pretend to be anything that he's not. And he's been a highly, highly, highly successful football coach. From Jeff in Winnipeg, he says, great interview, one of my faves in a while. Brooke Andrusik from BC says, great seeing Coach Jones on the RP show. And I think this is his third time? Clark would know. You guys got that all tracked. No, well, for sure the one time he's by the pool in Florida. Yeah. 
And then this. How'd you like to be uh, keeping track of his air miles? How'd you like to have his air miles? Oh, man. Where do you want to go? Just, just take the air miles. It'll cover it. You know, and by the way, we should we face off here on who Edmonton should hire as the head coach, or should we save it? We can do it. Let's roll. <laughs> okay, we're going to face off right now for the ultimate fan zone of the Draft Mad the Greek. Because I'm saying right now, Edmonton, hire Chris Jones. He's a winner all the way, as John Lynch would say. You want to break up with him in 2015. You've got a couple of holes on that coaching staff at Edmonton. And I think that Brock Sunderland needs to do the right thing and hire Chris Jones and bring him back and win another Grey Cup. Listen. Where's that franchise been since Chris Jones left? And as he just pointed out, he left for a promotion. So what could anybody be mad about there? He looks good in green and gold. The roster's ready to go. Seems like turnkey to me. Let's go. Chris Jones, Edmonton. It's hard for me on the other side because I like Chris Jones. And I think if he goes there, he's going to have a ton of success. If they call it the Empire, the Edmonton Empire, he should go. He'd be the perfect guy to lead that and help build the Empire Again, um, the elk, but, but I like Mark Tressman too, for the job. I do. I like Mark Tressman. I think, you know, him and, and Trevor Harris working together could be very magical. Mark Tressman's always had success when he's had a quarterback and Trevor Harris is one of the best. So I'd be okay seeing Mark Tressman, but I wouldn't hate Chris Jones being in that role too. Although I wonder if Chris Jones has any NFL opportunities still lying out there. I'm sure he does. From what I'm told, he's got NFL opportunities and NCAA opportunities. But this is a guy that's good for the Canadian Football League. So I will reiterate, Edmonton, do the right thing and hire Chris Jones. You know they won't regret it. Oh, no. That is your face-off for the ultimate fan zone in the Mad Greek, the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw, available for licensed dining, takeout, or delivery. Head to themadgreekeatery.com for more information. Or UFZ, it's your one-stop shop for the sports fans. On your list, memorabilia, collectibles, licensed team apparel, and more, visit the Man Cave, downtown Moose Jaw, or find them on Facebook and Instagram at, at Ultimate Fan Zone Moose Jaw. I need some Winnipeg Jets gear. So we got to make a roadie okay. to the Ultimate Fan Zone. We'll be back with a sports update. We do have uh, from Zach in Calgary, breaking news, the Calgary Colts are not playing at McMahon this year. They will be playing at Shouldice Park, Shouldice Park in Calgary. That is big news. They shouldn't be playing at McMahon either. And for that matter, well, the Dinos have to because that's their home. It's right on campus. But right. I think they should be playing at that field that's right on Highway 1 on the way out of the city when you go past Olympic Park. It's a beautiful st- – they call it Hel- Hellard Field, I think. Yeah. Named after Ted Hellard. That's where they should be playing. Yeah. And by the way, a gift came in from New York. It was addressed to Clark – Monroe, it's from Clark Gillies. We've got a brand new bobblehead for the desk. I'm not sure if Clark Gillies, Hockey Hall of Famer, is watching today on Long Island where we're available on Game Plus on Altus Cable. Clark Gillies, autograph number nine, the man for whom our producer was named, Clark Monroe. Thank you, Clark. We love you. Hockey Hall of Fame class of 2002. It's a great bobblehead. That is a gorgeous bobblehead. I would prefer it didn't have a helmet. But what are you going to do? We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, live daily on YouTube, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. Uh, we're covering a lot of ground today on the old RP show. Man, are we ever, eh, dupes? Oh, yeah. Are we, we found ever? out that that is Chris Jones' official Twitter handle, at Chris Jones HC. Um, Greatest investigative team, I think, around here. Like, we're figuring things out. <laughs> the FBI, I'll put that on my resume. As Justin Dunk calls it, the old alley-oop. Alley-oop. Boop. Yeah. Swish. Uh, sports update. The Toronto Raptors are discovering the ups and downs of the NBA's new two-game series format. A day after Toronto's impressive victory at Indiana, Malcolm Bragdon and the fired-up Pacers hit back last night with a 129-111 win that split the set 1-1. Brogdon scored 36 points for Indy. Fred Van Vliet led Toronto with 25. Canadian snowboarder Mark McMorris of Regina will miss X Games Aspen after testing positive for COVID-19. The Olympic medalist is the most decorated athlete in Winter X Games history, winning 20 medals in his career, including nine gold. The Edmonton Oilers are at home tonight, hosting the Winnipeg Jets in one of 13 NHL games. The Oilers are going for two in a row over the Jets after Neon Leon scored with less than a second to go in regulation Sunday for a 4-3 victory. The Calgary Flames will try and avoid back-to-back losses on home ice against the Maple Leafs tonight when Calgary hosts Toronto. Toronto held on for a 3-2 win Sunday with backup goalie Jack Campbell in net. It was Calgary's first regulation time loss of this young season. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through liquor store corner of Rochdale and Pasqua. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours at g2gbars.ca. This is veering way off from what I would normally, what I had planned to talk about. But a guy just t- tweeted here, a Jets fan, with a really interesting point. Don Muir is his name. Regarding the line A trade, and I want your take on this. Yeah, He says, I'd like to be involved in a roundtable discussion, but briefly, how specific should information, i.e. the real reasons, be from a player or organization, given the money investment loyal fans make through tickets and merch purchases? You know what he's saying. Don't give us this bunk about line A, and because Kevin Shoveldayoff sat at a news conference yesterday and said... A lot of things that a lot of people didn't believe. Like, I, I love Chevy. I don't know him great, but the brief time I skated with the Wheat Kings for a couple weeks, he was there, and he scared the hell out of me. He looked like Tarzan in a hockey uniform. But anyways, do you have a right to know? You're asking me for thousands of my dollars as a season ticket holder for the Winnipeg Jets, if I were. Do I have a right to know why Line A wants out? or why you're trading him, or what you see in Pierre-Luc Dubois. What a slippery slope. Very slippery. (laughs) The short answer is no. Yeah. You know what you're getting when you pay for tickets. You're getting a seat at the games, right? And they provide certain season ticket benefits, like whether it's, you know, a breakfast with some of the players or season ticket events, or you get a welcome gift or you get some, a little bit of preferential treatment. You're on the email list. Players will drop the tickets off at your door, that kind of stuff. But it's not part of the deal when you sign up for season tickets that you get to know the inner workings of the business. Now, is there a responsibility for a team to let the fans know what's going on? 
Yeah, to a certain extent there is, for sure, because you want the fans to feel part of it. They want You want them to feel good about your organization, to trust you, but there's no right there to know all the inner workings that are going on. There's a big difference between <laughs> withholding information and lying. Mm-hmm. Now, in my the recovery world and 12-step programs, they would say it's the same thing. It's called uh, lies of omission, right? But in sports... Not the same thing. Not, e- not even close. Recovery in sports. This is all about honesty. Recovery. Sports is all about not. Yeah. <laughs> okay? But the point being, the Winnipeg Jets have no obligation to tell you what's going on internally. And you'd like to think the government doesn't either, right? They work yeah. for us, but we don't ever know everything that goes on. No. But we also don't pay $250 to go show up and watch Brian Pallister go to work every day, the premier of Manitoba. We do not. That's the difference. Well, in a way we do through taxes, but you know what I mean. Completely. And yeah. that's, that, that is part of it for sure. Um, you know, and the teams can get away from that. We just want transparency, right? And transparency doesn't mean we need to know everything that's going on. But you could come out and say, look, it, this is a delicate situation that is going on between these walls and something we want to keep contained within these walls. So we're dealing with it. We're working together to it's find handled a solution. internally, handled internally. And that they say that sometimes, and that's okay. We have to be okay with that. Do you understand what internally means? Yeah. And that's them I'm, saying, look at, there is something going on, but it's going to stay here. Right? So we're being upfront and telling you it's not all sunshine and rainbows when it isn't, but we're telling you that we're not going to disclose every detail. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, as a longtime Stampeders season ticket holder, I should have a red phone right to Huff's office. <laughs> I, I get the tongue-in-cheek. I finally get you, Jeff. One day when we get into football season, uh, I'll tell you the story of me sitting in John Huff Nagel's office one day when he walked by and looked in the office and did a... I, I could read his mind. It was, what the hell are you doing here? And then when I left, I remember getting a text from one of the Stampeders coaches. Did, we, did I just see you in our parking lot at McMahon Stadium? You did. Tell you later. <laughs> that happened. Um, Colin in Ottawa says, hey, Jets fans, the reason Line A wanted to leave is because your team plays their home games in Winnipeg. Wasn't it minus 41 Celsius earlier there this morning? Uh, I don't know if you can say that, Colin. It gets just as cold. By the way, Ottawa ain't exactly South Beach. I think it's more to line A wanting out than the weather. He wasn't happy with his role. How, 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 how much do we need to kick this around? That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. Not out on the ice to start overtime. I think that ticked him off. I don't know if it in hits the minus, first game against the Flames. I don't know if it hits minus 40. But it drops we below look zero in Finland. With the wind. Ch- oh, right? yeah. Should like, be used to it. Yeah. Um, hey, the Kinsman Telemiracle 50-50 draw is live now. Obviously, Kinsman Telemiracle facing some challenges due to COVID-19 and now 21 that they've never before encountered. So we're doing an online 50-50, and you know what the money's for, to support various charities and individuals in Saskatchewan that are <clears throat> disadvantaged. You can buy your tickets at telemiracle5050.ca now. You can buy one for $20, five for $50, 20 for 100, or 100 tickets for $250. Tickets can be bought 
by anyone over the age of 19 that is physically in the province of Saskatchewan at the time of purchase. The draw date is Friday, February 26th, and will be announced on Telemiracle.com's live stream on February 27th, just before the start of Telemiracle 45, the annual telethon on CTV. We'll be back with the viewer takeover in a moment. Hang on, everybody. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television. Facebook and YouTube Live and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now... Back to the studio with Rod. It's the overtime segment. So many people's favorite part. And this might be our best show we've ever had. As a matter of fact, we go to the viewer takeover here. Prairie Mobile text line at 306-840-8777. Thank you to Prairie Mobile for coming to our staff party last night. Can we call it uh, selected sponsors get together? How about that? Oh yeah, one. One. It was uh, it was uh, it was the deal. But we're going to do more of those and uh we'll get more sponsors. I think well, you can book your own at Landmark Cinema. Yeah, I thought it was great. Ken in Saskatoon writes in Prairie Mobile text line, another great show Rod. At the start of the show there was great anticipation of the Chris Jones interview and it did not disappoint. But the interview with Darren Burns was very inspirational. Fantastic job by you, Darren Clark and the rest of the crew. Ken in Saskatoon. The interview he was referring to in hour 1 is 56-year-old Darren Burns who's attempting a comeback to the CFL as a defensive lineman and don't laugh it looks like he, he might actually do it Bob in Grand Prairie writes in and says Rod why do you call the Golden Knights Canada's team did Trudeau buy Las Vegas no I think if you check the Tampa the Golden Knights roster they got more Canadians than any Canadian team that's why and I think their front front office does too yeah probably their more, season ticket base too yeah more than anything I just call it that to tick people off Metal Shingle Guy writes in, 840-8777. He says, Tampa played a lot better when Elizondo took over the play calling from Mark Tressman. That's true, but Mark was dealing with a lot of personal issues, uh, illness, and the family at the time. That's why he stepped down. It wasn't like he was fired or removed from the role. I just want to point that out. Jeff the Stamp Peters fan says, dang, I missed the Chris Jones interview. I don't know what to say about that. Go watch it on Twitter. Yeah, go watch. We'll catch the replay at 3 p.m. Eastern on Game Plus. Go watch it on Twitter, whatever. You'll you'll see it. It's 2021, don't you know? Brady writes in, Hi, Rod. One year ago today, the unthinkable happened. A man we all know and loved, as well as eight others, including his daughter, Gianna, died tragically. He will never be forgotten. He's talking about Kobe Bryant. Brady quotes, Heroes come and go, but legends are forever. The biggest mistake we make in life is thinking we had time. That's from Brady. Oh, I know the Kobe Bryant fans very shook. And and, uh, Gianna fans, too. Poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, who should the Edmonton football team hire as head coach? I'm down as saying Chris Jones. He's down as saying Mark Trestman. The voters on Twitter are saying Jamie Elizondo. 
No relation to Hector Elizondo, who played a secondary role in the movie Pretty Woman. Now Facebook, they're saying Jamie Elizondo too, hey? Facebook, 25%, but they're still saying Trestman at 47%. Jones is third, other is fourth. And it's interesting, like, Jamie Elizondo, did he work with Trevor Harris in Ottawa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that relationship to consider, too. And you gotta, you have to think that Trevor Harris will have some input on this. He might not hold the cards or anything, but he'll get asked. It's all going to come down to, did they get along or not? Yeah. It's a small league. Yeah. Jimmy Elizondo's a good guy. I don't think he knows or maybe even cares that I wasn't offended at him tossing me out of the uh, Red Blacks walkthroughs. Those are the mini practices the day before games. It didn't help that I was standing on the edge of the end zone during like this. Of course not. I was actually taking a picture of the stadium, okay? Not your special teams alignment. But I'll never forget the look that he gave me. He's like, really, Rod? <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't taking a picture of you. It's not all about you. Right. But they know that you're going to post a picture of the stadium, but other coaches are following to see, and they're zooming in, and they're using FBI license plate photo enhancers to see right. the formation. Anyways, I just thought it was fun. Not everybody sees it the same way. I, I know. Have we realized that yet? Mark Zosel writes in. He says, hey, Rod, Vegas is my team as we have no NHL team in Saskatchewan. I'm with you, Mark. When they were building that rink in Vegas and they announced the team with the Golden Knights, I'm like, <laughs> daddy's home. I'm going to fly down here. I can walk to the rink from the airport in shorts. And that's exactly what's happened. Oh, yeah. I think my monitor died, Clark. Can you type real fast what we got coming up tomorrow, or are we just going to leave it? All right. We have Brian Boucher, former Tri-City American goalie, now NHL and NBC commentator. Dan Cervelli from the Philadelphia Enterprise Sports Podcast. So that's just going to be fantastic. And we got 22 hours to kick around the fun that we had today. Oh, yeah. What's going to happen in the next 22 hours between can, now and then? Can only imagine. That's what makes it fun. Mm -hmm. Thanks to Chris Jones, Darren Burns, and Jared Dumba. Most of all, you for joining us, because without you, there would be no us. See you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central on Facebook Live at noon Eastern here on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.